Hey, Husky fans, welcome back to the Noah Dickerson Show. My name is Trevor Mueller, and of course, with me is Noah Dickerson. Uh, and today, Noah, we're going to take this in a really, really interesting direction. We have a uh, former Husky great uh, teammate of yours, Andrew Andrews, on the phone. We got a guy here in the Portland metro area, Germany, and Turkey. Uh, so, Noah, take it away. What's going on? Andrew, how are you doing tonight? What's good, Noah? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I cannot complain, cannot complain. All right, well, my question is, so you graduated back in, like, 2015. Like, since then, like, how how's life been? Like, how's life treated you? Um, I think, man, it's been good, man, just going with the ebbs and flows of life. Um, Man, I've been playing in Europe now the last, what is this, this is my fifth year. Um, It's had its had its lows, it's had its highs for sure. I think um, right now for me currently, I've, I've been ascending Europe at least. So um, I started out kind of rocky. I got hurt, ended up having surgery. Um, battled my way back from there. My back, you know how my back was killing oh, me. Oh, yeah, dug, yeah it, it was. It was all the time. Yeah, so I ended up getting surgery. And then um, ever since that, I've kind of been ascending and going up. So just staying in the moment and letting uh, my work show. No, I, I, I see. I, I, I see it showing. Trust me. I think everybody sees it, especially people that keep up with anything that happens overseas. Uh, so, uh, have you since like since you graduated, you miss playing at UW? Like, what's uh like? Are you miss playing in front of all all the fans and everything? Miss Miss college at all? Or kind of um, like yeah, pro is more more my thing. Man, it it has its days where I miss it a little bit. I definitely think. Um, being a pro was was more so of my calling just from the style of life that it brings and just the freedom. But, man, there's nothing like the the college camaraderie of teammates and coaches and having a system I'm already built in. I think I took yeah. that for granted a little bit. But but the pro lifestyle is definitely um, a good lifestyle. So you like it more? Ah, man. I don't know. That's tough for me, bro, because, like yeah. – you, you spend, well, at least for me, I did five years at UW. So, like, the relationships I built with, with each class of teammates, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Coach Rowe, the coaching staff, each year you had different staff mates that you liked more or, or different teammates that you just bonded with. So, that camaraderie and then the fans, mm-hmm. like, I, that's tough to beat. Nah, for a fact, I uh... – I, I like you know since this is my what second year pro I got hurt last uh last February and then like I've been you know kind of because of COVID rehabbing how I could and doing what I could and so I'm finally back out playing and I'm still I'm still not close to 100 percent well like that was probably my big the biggest change is like once you're out of college and you're just a professional you got to do everything like you got to figure everything else like on your own. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you can only do you know. In co- college, they made everything easy. Yeah, and so I, you know, I made everything easy. Exactly where to go, what to do, what time. They made everything easy, and so like being you know, like being a you know, my first year pro, like coming into COVID year, you know what I mean, and then like getting hurt, like it was it was, it was wild. So I, I I for sure I for sure miss playing at UB just for that. But you know, I'm I'm probably at that my low, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm about to start, you know, I'm I'm about to start making my way back up, making, you know, now takes time for you guys both got hurt early in your professional careers. And that's got to be so different because, I mean, both of you were hurt 
outside of the U.S., outside of the structure of the University of Washington. Uh, and you had to, at least for you, Noah, you had to then get on a plane right after you got to the Dominican Republic. Uh, what is that like getting hurt and not having the support staff that you're used to um, in the United States at the university and away from your family? Uh, I mean, it was, I mean, it was hard. Like it's, I mean, it's still hard. I'm still like, I, I went to go, you know, we, I was late getting on cause I had to go do some rehab and go, you know, go try to get back into game shape, you know, when like, right. Like in the season. And so like, it's, it's just hard. It, it made it, you know, it just made it a lot harder for me to do things because, you know, I'm coming off a of COVID year season got cut early, you know, and it's like, all right, well, where can I get some money so I can go ahead and like go do rehab and, you know, and you got to figure all that stuff out yourself. And so that was probably the hardest thing, hardest thing for me, at least. What about you, Andrew? Um, man, I think for me, the hardest thing was my stubbornness with it because I was, I had the problem in college and I remember, obviously you remember the last game before San Diego yeah. State. Uh-huh, yeah. I couldn't even Ooh. stand up, bro. Like it was bad. <laughs> And I was like, man, they, they gave me my massage or whatever and tried to make me ready for the game. But at that point, I was getting ready for the draft. I had been playing with it so long that I was like, man, I could just muster up, hopefully get drafted, and then get it worked on or get it fixed once I'm under some NBA umbrella. So I waited, 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 ended up playing my whole first year with it uh, on painkillers, then come back to the G league and get it done there. So I got blessed with the ability to have it done in the States um, oh, yeah. with, mm-hmm. with the team and everything. So it was still ended up working out for me. Okay. That's exactly what I was trying to do. That's mm-hmm. exactly, that's exactly what I was trying to do. Get under a team so I can have people look at it all the time. It didn't work out that way though. <laughs> yeah. It did not. It did not. It did not. That's the so, dark place, uh, man. No, oh yeah, man, it. I, man, it's tough, man. It's tough because, like, I was really just, just it was me. It was what? So, you remember? Do you remember a guy named Prez? Yeah, yeah, I know Prez. So, 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 I live with Prez. Like okay. me and my roommate. So after my junior year, so I, 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 he came and his brother Fish came to come, come try to walk on on the team, and you know he didn't come, and so I followed Prez on Instagram. My, uh, you know, freshman year, I never unfollowed him. And in my junior year, I don't know, one one day I was like, hey, bro, you around, bro, come hang out. And then, like, you know, that was just springtime junior year. So after that, that's when we were all going out every night. So we, uh, you know, he ended up coming over all the time. And so we just became really good friends. So it was, but it was really, in those times, it was, whew, it was, you know, I, I, I had a lot of, you know, I had, I had a lot of help. But it, in those dark times, it was really, it was, was Prez and my mom. My brother wasn't right. even there, man. I can't stand him. But like, <laughs> but like, but it was, you know, it was rough, but you know, I finally, uh, once, once I got out and finally on, you know, team under a team and get to get, get to see the doctors all the time and, you know, and got another MRI and everything. And so, you know, I'm about to be back on my way up. It's all good. I'll be back where I'm supposed to be soon, soon enough. Yeah, for sure. Know? I believe that sometimes, bro, it takes getting to the bottom, at least, at least where we think the bottom is mentally, but. Um, and then bouncing back. I remember, like, you saw me in the summer, got super, super in shape, mm-hmm. eating only vegetables. Like, it <laughs> kind of just clears your mind a little bit, helps you focus in and dial in on what you need to dial in on. Oh, no, for sure. You know, I cook now. <laughs> yeah, Last hey, year, man. Hey, look, I cook now. Like, yeah. 
Man, listen, it, it'll change you. Now that stuff Shapiro was talking about with with water intake and all the mm-hmm. vegetables and vitamins. Now you're like, man, Shapiro, what was you saying again? Like, I no, no, for sure. No, I, 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 well, honestly speaking, I started cooking because like I was so broke last year that I, I just, just couldn't afford to eat how I was eating. Like it was just, mm-hmm. you know, just couldn't do it. And then, uh, and then it's like, oh, wait, this, this is not that hard. Wait a minute. And, oh wait, I can just plan it. So it's like, oh, okay. I can, oh, I can do this. You know, oh, and it's pretty nice. good. Oh yeah, it's easy. You know, it's not bad. But right. uh, you know, you know, it's it's all about you know. This, uh, once I got out the, once you get out the rut, because mentally, you know, mentally is the hardest part. Because in through most of last year, I couldn't play basketball, like you know, because gyms were closed and everything. So like, mm-hmm. it was just me, just in my own head, you know, and that's like the worst. Right. You know, that's like yeah, the I worst. I get it for sure. So tell, uh, so tell me, so the last two years you've been playing in Turkey, right? Yes, sir. So tell me, tell me, tell me about that. Tell me about that experience. Um, well, actually, I, I, well, actually, actually, where'd you go? Where, where'd you start playing your rookie year? So my rookie year, I did training camp with Charlotte and ended up finishing my rookie year with in Turkey, actually. Mm-hmm. In Turkey, and then mm-hmm. okay, and then uh, so then uh, talk about Turkey then, if that's the case. So uh, my first year, I ended up going to like one of the worst teams in Turkey. It was a uh, first league. They're called Best Balakseer, and they got rid of their whole team. They're well, not their whole team, but like three, three to four guys. They had, were they were zero and nine coming in, and they wanted just a new group to try and help yeah. them not relegate. Yeah. For people that don't know what that means, that's when like the bottom two teams out of each league will drop down to the next division if they uh, finish. Last, last second to last, yeah. yeah. So I would go to that team. We end up playing well, going like I think nine and something for the for the last couple uh, games of the season. They end up getting relegated. Um, now from last year, same kind of situation. I was on Buchek Um It was a it was a weird situation. You know how overseas goes. Yeah, but I ended up I leading did. Turkey and scoring. Um, for the majority of the season, and that kind of um, propelled me, propelled me back to where I am now at Dashka, um, somewhat of a powerhouse as far as name wise in in Europe and in Turkey, especially. And um, I've been playing pretty well. Uh, hey, look, look, pretty well is an understatement. Uh, so, uh, so talk about talk about the differences playing on uh, one of the worst teams and like their management and everything, and then playing on the team you play on now. Man, um, that could be, I want to because because I wonder because I wonder if we I got the same type of stories, <laughs> bro. That could be literally, bro, a book. So, um, <laughs> you know what's crazy? My first year at best, they were like a failing organization. But they um they had really good management. Like all of our payments were on time, even oh, though we swear. dropped out of the league. Like I remember my last check, we dropped out of the league. I'm already back home. And I'm like from hearing the stories just about overseas and just Turkey in general, especially, I'm like, man, ain't no way they paid me. They're about to fold. The club won't exist anymore. They still paid me. And I was oh, like, wow. man, that's crazy. And then from last year, Buchek Maje, they still owe me months. Like messaging me, like, Baba, we're gonna pay you, we're gonna pay you, and you kind of just chalk it up in the air, like, man, if you, if they do, they do, 
You take them to court, see what the court plays out. But this year at Dashka, man, like, bro, it's one of the most professional organizations I've been in. And the, probably the biggest thing that I've taken away from the two experiences is the bottom teams, they're only focusing on staying in the league. There's no expectations, mm-hmm. which is why other bigger teams, like, they don't really care what you do there because the expectation is set so low, it's easy to play in. But then Dashka, they have standards like, they want to finish top six in the league. They want to shut teams to this amount of points. Like they actually have a vision of um, what the expectations of like. their players. Mm-hmm. And then you got to live up to that. And I think if you do, it ends up helping um, set the standard for who you are as a player in your career. But the bottom teams, no one – like you can go off for 30 and no one really cares. Mm, it's about can you do that on a team that has expectations. No, yeah, for sure. That's kind of like with my uh, my first team in Israel. We were uh, paid for because uh, you was just play, you was just playing and you was playing for Haifa, right? Mm-hmm. I did the COVID yeah. league. Yeah, uh-huh. you were playing for Haifa. So I had uh, I was playing. I played for. They're not in the first division anymore. But Ashdod, we were the worst team in in the league. Terrible, terrible management. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We we you know, horrible. Um, <laughs> terrible late late checks like uh, late yeah. late oh man late late I got all of it but man was a late um and um and so and then after that after I played for them I dropped uh, so the coach because we didn't win any game I never won again with them and so the coach cut me and then I uh into uh, sign a a thirty five year old who like I I I, I don't know. And then, um, and then, so I actually, I actually went to another team in the second division in in Israel that was a top team, the number one team, one number one team in the league. Mm-hmm. And I came in there because the dude was hurt. And then, like, I, like I just all, immediately, this uh, everything was different. Like it was just, you know, check money was on time always. And mm-hmm. then, like, we had like standards, like you standards for games. And then, like, you know, like it was just a standard. Like we're gonna, we're gonna hold this team to this. We have a game, good good game plan, and like. You know, the trainers were better, and it was just all around just a better experience. You know, because my that first right. thing was a horrible experience. It was terrible. And then, right. and then coming out to just Germany, I'm I'm in the uh, I'm playing in a in the third division over here in Germany. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, but this is the top team, top uh, top team, um, and like like they're good without me. You know, like they, they, they was, right. that was that was that was that was kicking ass without me. And then so like I'm I just I just I just played yesterday was uh my third game with them, and like I'm on minutes restrictions now because of my knee, but like you know, but it, it's just different. Like I have a good physical therapist. I have a, you know I can go see the doctor whenever I need to. When I whenever I want to come in and go work out, I can go work out. Like it's just a you know it's a different feel for it. And you know that's you know I thought that was that was. That was one of that's actually a thing that I miss about UW is being able to be around that stuff all the time, right? Top tier stuff all the time because, like you know, Israel. Like I said, I was in the first league, but we, like it was, man, we was in the damn near in the ghetto. Like how there was right. how the, how the shit was in the gym and everything. Like it was, you know, it was tough. It was rough. It was. Rough. How much longer is the season over there? Um, ends around like towards the, the end of May. I think that's when the championship game of the Turkish finals is. Oh, okay. So they're about to, uh, then the, there's no like special procedure because I like for the playoffs or anything. Because I, I don't, I think here, I don't, I don't think there is a playoff because they said we um, end in April. 
we still have playoffs. Our regular season ends in April, but they took out the uh, Turkish Cup, which is oh, yeah. the top eight teams midseason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Is that okay. because of COVID? Yeah. Now, how how bad how how are like how are the restrictions over there? Like how how's been like um, how's been living out the country for you like during like COVID time, especially in Turkey? Because I I know like it's you know it's, it's for sure different than Germany. <laughs> Man, to be honest, when I first got here, it was a blast. The city was open, and I'm in like downtown Istanbul, like the heart oh, of the okay, city. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, and, yeah. Or Istanbul, however you want to pronounce it, is one of the best cities in the world. So when I first got here, weather was nice. Everything was open, restaurants and everything. Um, obviously, the team wanted us to uh, take precaution when we were doing stuff. So we didn't do too much. But um, slowly, it started shutting down. I think right now, we've been on like a lockdown kind of where I think the curfew was like from 8 in the morning until – maybe nine on weekends. At yeah. first it was like two weeks of that through weekdays and then the weekends were open, but now they're kind of shutting things down. But I mean, I look at COVID as getting like an ankle sprain or, or a bad ankle sprain. Like you catch COVID, you out two weeks. That's two games. Yes, Could well, be exactly. it, it, you in two leagues. So like you don't want to miss that many games nah, and, and practice like you two weeks out. So That's, you you out of shape, out of everything, mm-hmm. and like and like, the thing about that is, I'm like I'm you know, I'm like man, I don't nobody knows what that what that thing does to you long term because it's only been around for a year. So it's like man, I'll, I'm, I'll stay inside. I ain't tripping. I got right. I got video I got video games. I'm good. I'm good. Uh all right, Andrew. What's uh so, so, so going back to you, Dub days? What's one of your most memorable moments at you, Dub? Or game, or both, oh, if they're different. Um, man, I got, I got, um, you got a few. Know, Go man, ahead. That's yeah. tough. I got a few like, <laughs> like things that automatically popped to my head was um, thing maybe my freshman or sophomore year we did that foreign trip, mm-hmm. and it was just it was just a good time man going through europe playing a couple of european teams but like with your teammates here in college i remember just walking on the beach thinking that we're living and and we're living the pro life but actually having no clue what it would have meant um, <laughs> times like that like i remember we went to texas like i don't know times when like we did stuff as a team like our team bowling events yeah. or one mm-hmm. time no money took us paintball Paintball. Oh yeah, I do remember that. That right. was us. That was our year. <laughs> I do remember that. I still have that picture actually of all of us. I'm pretty Man, sure. Man, that's crazy. No, I'm pretty but sure. Yeah, I'm... that type of stuff for me was like some of the best stuff. The games were the games and I mean those are those are cool and stuff, but I think uh those team bonding trips was like the funnest for me at least. Most definitely, because you don't I mean, it's not the same in like pro because you know, right, like, like you start to miss that stuff. Yeah, like, like it's not this like, yeah, you got teammates, but in a matter of a day, they could be gone. You know what I mean? In a matter of a day or a minute, they could just be gone and you just, you know, might not never see right. them again. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I miss that. It's like, just I different still, as a pro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more by yourself. You know, mm-hmm. that's why uh, families and stuff like that, like, that's your corner now. That's not really mostly, you know, it's hard to lean on guys because you're not going to be around them for years, you know. Right. So you know, that was probably it's probably my you know 
biggest difference for me. But my most memorable moment for like being around my freshman year with you was probably the, that uh, that last home game against Washington State. For sure. For sure. Yeah, that game was crazy, bro. For sure. For sure. You couldn't miss it. You yeah, could that, not miss. The one, crazy. the one that sticks out to me is the steal to win the USC game. Mm. Like I, I, I don't. Right. It seemed like the best example of just like a really smart senior basketball player winning it, winning a game. I mean, you stole the ball, you put the ball in, you guys win. You guys win. Yeah, but it's crazy because in that game, like I played terrible. Baby boy is the reason we won that game. Yeah, I remember he was hooping. Like he, baby boy is special, man, but. He's the reason we won that game. I was playing terrible. I just happened to be in the right spot. I mean, right spot uh, at the right time. But like, he saved us that game. The game wouldn't even been close. We would have got beat by twenty or something. Yeah, we're gonna we're like, losing by twenty. We, we me, bro, beat by 20. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he, baby boy was amazing that game. It was it was ridiculous. No, nah, no, I was a no. Nah, I do remember that was that was a great game. I remember we sh- we should have went to the we lost those. Uh, who do we lose to at the end of the season? Oregon State. Really, yeah, it was Oregon. Oh, that they, was the game. That travel. Was the first four in, they was the first four out. It was that travel, right? Mm-hmm. Tra- oh, it was a travel game winner. Yes, it was. No, it, it, it was, started it the was, clock late. They started the yep. clock late, and he traveled on it. Yep. <laughs> I remember that. Because yep. uh, through, through my years at Oregon State, they had a – man, they beat us like three – I think overall my three times like that, I think, off of a game winner. That's Three crazy. times? Oh my gosh! Yeah, nah. So, oh, that's, uh, good times, man. Good times. Ugh. Yeah, I definitely. Do, do. There's a lot. There's a lot of. I remember our. Uh, what you guys? What part of Europe do you guys go to on your uh, on your guys' uh, trip? So we went to Paris. No, 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 no. We went to Barcelona. We went to um, Senegal, and I want to say we were in. I want to say it was. Oh yeah, Paris. It was Paris. We went to Eiffel Tower. Oh, that's solid. And then a couple yeah. of those cities throughout those places, but yeah. they were too mm-hmm. small to remember the name. But that was an amazing nah, trip. No, nah, for sure. We went to our trip was to Australia and New Zealand. Mm. So that was you know I was. No, that was cool. I like that. That was, you know, again, like just being having all that freedom. Just go. Like I remember, we all went surfing. We all like it was, you know, middle dead winter, right? <laughs> like it was dead winter, and just, just doing all that with friends, just, just lifelong friends that you're just gonna have. Like that's, you know, I mean, like you know, when when the off season comes around, like you're not gonna go do that with you know your pro teammates. You probably go do that with like most of your college teammates. So you know, for the most right. part. My lifelong friends that I go do stuff like that with, I met through college, you know, in college and everything. So, right, you know, that's probably you know, that's probably I'd say the biggest difference about being a pro is you, it's more of you got your own circle of people that you you know that that you trust and that you met when you were younger and everything. That's like your circle and then that you know, your teammates is you know your teammates and you you love them like teammates, but you still got your you know you always got your best interests at heart. Yeah, and it's crazy because um, that's a lot of it. Cycle of life too. Like you get older, people's priorities start changing. Like some oh, of your teammates man. got full blown families. Like 
they're going home. They want to FaceTime their wife and kids, or maybe they're just super big in the family. They miss their family. They want to go back home and be on the phone with their family. So like time isn't orchestrated the same as it is in college. Like you got way more time to kind of kick it with your teammates. You got class mm-hmm. with them. Um, you're together really all day. Oh yeah, exactly. You probably stay in the same complex. Like it's it's mad easy to stay um, closer to your college friends, and you're with them for for a certain amount of time, whether it's one wow. year or two years. Oh, for sure. Uh, how do you uh, how do you deal with uh, playing overseas and like being away from your family and like you know you know you're in Turkey because Turkey's hard because everybody nobody really speaks English in Turkey. Right. Um. Man, I think I think for me it kind of started for real, for real for me in college. So I remember my first two years, I stayed extra and did summer school. So barely went back home, like barely went home. So I kind of started ready, like already getting that that skin for it. The first mm-hmm. year was tough. My brother came with me, my very first year. So he stayed out with me um, the whole what, was it, six months I was there, mm-hmm. and um. Then those next years, I don't know, just kind of building up a tolerance for uh, sounds weird, but I don't know. The more the more you think about that stuff, uh, yeah, less man, able you are to perform because things start yeah. agitating you. You can't really um, be in the best state of mind for work when you're when you're down or, or depressed or even homesick. Oh yeah, man, my because uh, how how'd you deal with your, your rookie year? Because my rookie year that that was tough. Like I, I I went out with my uh with one of my friends and she stayed for um what she stayed for uh uh no she might listen to this she's my my ex girlfriend you know what I mean um mm-hmm. she she might listen to this so she came out and she stayed with me for the first two months in Israel and mm-hmm. then like once she left and because like it was a bad it was a bad organization and everything like i didn't you know like it was just it was just overall bad it was a bad experience and so then, and then once she left and i was by myself oh my god man i wanted to go home immediately that <laughs> oh man um i it was so bad man i was it, it was so and see with me like i've been out the house since i was 16 like you know so i, right. I was used to being out being out the crib they won't even, you know, I took two two times summer school and everything too. I didn't even like I don't even like going to Atlanta. But uh like it was that that rookie wall was something that was, for me it was something serious. And uh once I got to that second team, it was a lot better because mm-hmm. uh it was a better better organization and everything. But you know, at that point the damage is already done. Like I just wanna go home. <laughs> I think my rookie, like I said, my brother came with me, so that was a a big blessing. Um because a lot of times like you come home and it's empty. Like, you just, yeah, like, no, that's you know, I'm always yeah. alone, but then, like, with my brother being there, it made, it made things a lot better. Like, we would go do stuff, walk around the city or something. Um, other than that, like, I don't know. I, my first year, I had my brother, but I also had like very, very dope older American teammates. Um, mm-hmm. my last year in Turkey I had very dope older teammates, like, I'm still with today. Uh, yeah, my homie Kenny, he here right now at the crib. Uh, Mm-hmm. He got a, a break in Gaziantep, so he pulled up on me. So uh, I've been blessed to have like some dope old vets who looked after me and uh, kind of gave me the game when I was with him. No, yeah, yeah. It's a little. I mean, uh, on coming on in my second year, it's a little different. Again, I'm on. This is a better organization and off rip. But and like I, I was in Israel. You know, it was a big. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a big difference than being in Germany. You know? 
Uh-huh. And so, like, you know, so, yeah. I don't, I don't miss home as much, but like, this is really more like home than, you know, than, than, than most anything. People don't like, people speak English, but they don't, if that makes sense. Like, they do, but they don't. Like, if you go up to somebody and be like, hey, do you speak English? They'll be like, nah, which means no, but it really means keep going. Like, tell me what you want. Uh-huh. Like, cause like, they all speak English because they all have taken English. And but like they're just too afraid to really just come out and just talk right, and talk they're it. But they're like, they'll, yeah. So like they'll tell you to talk and you know ask the question and everything. They'll point you to what you're doing, but they won't like they won't speak it. Which is which makes grocery shopping pretty hard. But I got uh, I got some cool teammates. I got um I got a, a the, I got an old old vet that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, and he actually speaks German. He's from uh, Cleveland, mm. and so he uh you know he showed me a lot so far just being out here in Germany. I got like you know. Got what a month, uh, really what a month and a half left, maybe two months left. So, you know, I can I feel like I can muster it out here for that long. Uh, Europe is nice because, like, Europe is a place where most people would come. Like, I bet you I can get some family members to come out here if, like, it wasn't for COVID, right? You know, but uh, but yeah, now that after. It was the the biggest difference for me with the rookie wall thing, with the the missing home thing, is just the organization. I feel like the organization. If you're having a good, if you if if hoop is good, I feel like everything on the back end is better. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and you don't got to worry about much. It's about yeah. quality of life. If you start thinking like, man, I don't need this or this ain't worth it, then you're always gonna want to go back home. But if you're actually enjoying it, you want to really want to go back home or miss it as much. Like, yeah, miss your family and stuff. But starting saying to yourself, like, I, I don't want to do this and stuff, that's if it's, like you said, bad yeah. organization and you're, yeah. you're just not happy. Nah, yeah. And, I mean, and for people that don't know, that happens a lot overseas. Yeah, yeah facts. Yeah, somebody's, yeah, somebody's got to do you dirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I'll do you dirty and leave you out to dry. Stories I've heard. Of, I've heard. Thankfully, nothing like that's happened to me. But, like, yeah, people will leave you out to dry. Uh, where so throughout your poker, where's where's the most uh, I guess I guess the most fun place that you played? I guess you would say Turkey. Yeah, Istanbul, for real, for real. Istanbul. Uh, what do you think of the coffee and tea out there? Um, like that Turkish. It's decent. Turkish tea. I like the Turkish coffee, but um, Turkish tea tea is alright too, but. Honestly, it doesn't really taste too different. And everyone here really goes to Starbucks. Really? Like, they got a whole bunch of <laughs> coffee, coffee spots, but everyone be at Starbucks. Hmm. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. The, uh, did you try any of the, uh, like, when I, the biggest thing I miss about Israel is the food. Because, like, like their fruit and vegetables, oh, it, it went, it went, it was something different. It was totally different from anything I had in America. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was, man. Saying that to people, like, their produce is crazy. Like, it made, it made <laughs> me like certain vegetables that I never would have liked just because oh, they taste olives, dramatically olives, different. Olives. Um, yeah. Olives. I did not eat olives until I went to Israel. And then they're like, no, 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 no. Try these, try these, try these. They're good. I started to get them as appetizers everywhere where I went. Now, I, I don't think I'll touch them in the United States. But, like, you know, I'm pretty sure I won't touch them in the United States. Man, but, crazy. like, anywhere else, any, anywhere else, like, I got some olives in the, in, the, uh, in the kitchen right now. 
it's weird. Everything tastes different. The apples, the bananas, like it's something's weird. Like even even the even the meat, like mm-hmm. even the meat, like it's like I go, I I can if you even when you even go to the fast food restaurants because like I went to McDonald's because we we want to we had a uh, our game was near Berlin. I'm in Bochum, which is this is on the west side of Germany near Amsterdam. So we had a like a four hour drive, and so we stopped at McDonald's and uh, I went and grabbed me a burger. And just like you, you when you eat a burger in America from I mean I guess anywhere like you get that 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 big old fat and sluggish feel after you're done like you're so you're so bloated like it you know it was so big and like I I don't get that same feeling with the meat here like or like just, just eating eating the food like it's it just it feels like the cow was healthy when it died <laughs> yeah. I have a teammate who gets a Big Mac after every game, and he swear he swears by it that the Big Macs are better over here. Oh like, no! Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, oh, yes. Oh no! no but the the uh, it just it's like, they really gotta cook it. You know what I mean? They, they actually gotta cook the like real beef. Right. You know, I mean, they don't gotta. It can't cut the corners. And so like that like I that was when I was living at home. All, all the last year, that was the biggest thing. I couldn't wait to come go back overseas so I can just eat better food for me. Yeah, this, this, this in, this in general, the produce is ridiculous. Now, uh, how's the? Is it expensive to live out in Istanbul? I assume so. I, I mean, so. I mean, they, they their currency is a Turkish lira, so it was like at one point it got one dollar is worth eight Turkish lira, so it's uh, like. Bro, okay. it's like eating for pennies on the dollar, bro. Oh, okay. Like, okay. I'm eating five, five, five star course meals, probably at like ten bucks. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I got a. Uh, yeah, and Israel was expensive. <laughs> oh yeah, Israel's expensive. Israel. Yeah, this yeah, lady's shekel is high. Right. It's doing all right. <laughs> hey, nah, hey, you'll, hey, you'll go get a, get some Pringles. They'll be like ten bucks. You're like, man, yeah, that's... man, man, come on, <laughs> some Pringles, man, bro. I, I'll come back. I'll come back. Bucks? Like, well, come on, bro. Hey, like, bro, because like, I, 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 <laughs> I ain't never took nothing in the grocery store back until I went to Israel, bro. You, oh, you think you're about to get some cereal and some bananas? Charge you fifty bucks, like man. I, I'm like, y'all, man. Come on, dog. Yeah, man. Israel was expensive. Yeah, I'm Israel. Not was, Israel was a cool place for your for my first year playing, but man, I I like Germany. It's it's pretty, you know, it's solid. I can't, you know, a hundred dollars will feed me for the week. Week and a half, probably probably more than that. If I really like, you know, I eat a lot. Like they have me. I'm in the process of uh, you. You haven't seen me in a while, but I'm like what? Rather right now, I'm like two ten. Mm-hmm. You, you know, what I mean? I'm like two ten, and uh, that's off of this. You know, last year's times where I couldn't, I wasn't even working out. I had to work. I had to figure out I was about to make money so I could eat. So like that's off of just not doing anything, and then you know, being. I'm pretty sure. No, nah, I'm positive. This is the body type I have now. Is the body type that is like made for me because you know my twin brother looks like this, just at six foot. Mm-hmm. You know, so like that's why I'm I'm like oh, okay. So this is probably how my body's gonna stay. And so you know, this is just, I gotta figure out all of last year, all of last year, and the year before that was me trying to figure out how to play at a different weight because I just don't have that same type of power that I used to. But I'm way more athletic and way quicker. 
and you know, so I was, you know, I've been doing that, and so I'm, I'm happy I, I got to have this time now because uh, in Germany, because I only play like what at the moment they don't start playing me like 20, 30 minutes a game for the for like two more weeks, two and a half more weeks once it starts to really start getting towards playoff time and everything. And so, like, I still got, I still got a lot of days to rehab my knee and just get me get it, you know. At, like, I never broke it. I had a bone bruise, but really, it wasn't the bone bruise. Really, wasn't the issue. It was like I had patella something syndrome, and basically, I was just swelling in my patella tendon and then my hip, and like I had, you know, I've always had chronic, chronic tight hips, and so basically because of that, it was like pulling on my knee. And it made my it made because I was jumping around and stuff like that, just wearing terror on a way on like on my tendon that sh- it shouldn't it shouldn't go somewhere or something something something. And so I and so it done I didn't break anything I didn't do anything really that damaged, but like it it used to hurt a lot. And so like ninety five percent of it now is me just getting it out of my head that saying like it doesn't hurt. Right. And. Uh, at the moment, I'm losing that battle. How long did that take you to trust your back yeah. again, Andrew? Oh, uh, man. Honestly, not not that long. I'm like a daredevil by heart. So the moment I felt no pain, it was like, man, I'm full throttle. Oh, see, like I haven't had that moment yet where I just don't feel no pain. That's really yeah. what it is. I still have this still when I um, – if I – if I bend my knees to jump and my knee bends inwards, oh, and I jump up, oh man, that's just over. It's pain, and so like I'm the word like I'm just strengthening my knee just so I can you know like get just strong so that just doesn't happen. And so I like today lifting everything like I was feeling way more powerful and I got way more range of motion and uh, less pain that I was having. So I'm getting there. You no, know, I got a dunk. I got a dunk in the last game, so like, I'm happy. That's good, you know? man. I'm happy. I'm happy. But, you know, if you, Trevor didn't have anything else, maybe we can, you know, I don't want to take up your whole night. I know it's, you know, it's <laughs> nine o'clock over well, here. Well, Andrew, thanks so much for coming on. Um, it's been really cool to follow your career and watch you. We all knew that you were going to succeed uh, once you found the right spot. And um, it was evident that uh, you were. Well, actually, wait, before we even yeah. stop it, before Andrew, I have a question. I have one more question to ask you. I got one more question. So, uh, just talk about some of the stuff like, uh, like some some stuff you do like off Ooh, the good court, question. Like, off like like when you're back home, like with the training, with you know, I, I I assume you do training because you know, I mean I do it, and you know, some of the stuff some of the stuff you're doing like off the court in your time when you're back when you get the summer off and you get you know time to be at home. Um, I think for me, most of the time what I do is when I start preparing the schedule of what I want my summer to look like maybe like a month or two before I head back home. And usually, like you said, what that consists of for me is like a training regimen. Um, like I'll set up what I'm going to do. Like I'll have a track workout at 10. Then I'm going to do core with the track coach at whatever time it is right after that. Then I'm going to go shoot and I'm going to lift and I'll have um, try and structure my day out kind of how they would do in doing college. Yeah. I would mm-hmm. pick what time I want to be done. Um, and then, say that time is three o'clock or four o'clock, then I'll set the rest of my time is like wherever the wind takes me. So usually that's with family or with friends. Um, and then in our spare time, all we do is really just try and catch up, relearn each other. 
um, have game nights, play some games. Uh, and that's about it, bro. But if you wanted more detail of what I do in the summer, I'm not sure what you really was asking for. No, no, no. I mean, like, like, you know, like, do you have any, you know, like, have you opened the gym or, like, you know, because I see you, you know, I see you uh, all the time. You're always talking. I see you on Snapchat always, you know, when you're back at home training guys in the weight room. Who, who I mean, um, some of them guys look like they're putting on some good, decent weight. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so that was actually when I was at like one of my low, one of my low parts. Um, I remember from red shirting that we would, uh, all the red shirts on the team, uh, Matt Ludwig would call us con- construction crew. So he would bring us in before the games and we would have to lift. And um, what I did was one of my best friends, he was playing football and um, he was training. He was trying to get ready for the CFL. And um, I was just trying to get back on the court. So uh, he started coming with me. And I, I asked Daniel Shapiro to send me all of the lifts that we did. Um, he sent them to me. And then I started week by week doing those. people, And I started posting them to give myself just motivation to stay consistent and go every day. Mm-hmm. So um, the more I posted, the more people started reaching out, asking me to train them. And a couple of them, like, I knew. So I was like, look, man, this is the times we go. We go every day. I think Wednesday was off. But you just have to come. People started showing up, and I was just tagging the construction crew. And I wasn't charging these people or nothing, but I don't know. Like, for me, team environments make me a lot better. Mm-hmm. Like, I thrive in those. Like, I'm able to push myself even further than I normally yeah. would. So, mm-hmm. um, it made me work out better and, and take everything serious. And I felt even more responsibility. That'll do it for the Noah Dickerson show. Make sure that you go uh... – Check out Noah Dickerson's line of clothing with the Noah Dickerson show logo on it. I got my long sleeve yesterday. Uh, it should be getting here in the next couple days. Go dogs. Go dogs.